I'm Amy. I'm Julie. And it's time to pucker up. And we're after back. A, after a long hiatus and cup hangover and rainy summer. God, um, it's been raining. Hockey's going to start soon. Hell, hockey started pretty much this afternoon without any of us realizing it. Hockey got a little wild this afternoon. <laughs> yes, so it's a good thing we decided to podcast today because if we had done it yesterday, we might have had to kick ourselves in the butt. Oh, we would have had to go back and, like, record an addendum. Because I wouldn't be on Twitter like Steve Dangle saying, God damn it. Yep. Well, sometimes timing is everything. We got lucky. We got lucky. Since we haven't been on since June, we might have a little bit longer than usual podcast. But that's okay. We got a lot to wrap up in the time of uh, the summer. and uh, Yeah, we got to clear off the whole table and get ready for the new season. So Yeah, most teams... Our table clearing pod- podcast. Yes, most teams started training camp today. Off-ice the, stuff and yeah, media and all that stuff. crap. Yeah, and everybody played different games and stuff. Although it seems to me that the Caps are one of the few teams that actually make their players wear full gear to sit around and like play board games and shit. That's true because I saw the clips of the the kids from the Devils doing the stupid uh, mouth guard challenge, and they were just wearing their you know t-shirts and shorts. Yeah, we like to make the Caps suffer. We also don't do fun stuff as much as other teams do, unfortunately. Yeah, more Jenga, less Hungry Hungry Hippos. Hungry Hungry Hippos was only good because Nick Backstrom cheated. <laughs> well. I wonder if he does that to his kids. Probably. Aw, he couldn't. He couldn't be mean. He has to be mean Lars at work. He can't be mean Lars at home. Mm, I bet he cheats. His uh, wife wouldn't let him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's get started. Um, we're going to go. Um, we're not going to do our normal highlights, lowlights, and thighlights because that's not really a good structure for our table clearing episode. So let's go into trades and signings and drafts and what the fuck is going on in this league. We've got a list and I wish you could see this list because parts of it look like the world's worst Fallout Boy album. Yeah, and there are lots and lots of question marks all over the list too. I got loose. I got loose with it. So our first item up for bids in the Price is Right of hockey is what in the hell are the Carolina Hurricanes doing? Well, the news from the Hurricanes today, of course, is that one of my favorites, Justin Williams, affectionately known as Wayne's Your hot ex-stepdad. Um, yes, was named captain for yes. the coming season, which I think is interesting because this is the last year of his two-year contract with them. Yeah, he's going to, like, retire after that. He's going to be, like, he's going to be 36, and he's not Brooks Orbeck. He's not going to play until they drum him out of the league. Correct. Well, he, I mean, he might. What else is he going to do? He's got a house down there on the beach, although maybe after this hurricane, he might not. But (laughs) He um, does live in Carolina. He does. I mean, like, he bought a house in Carolina while he was still the capital, so. Yeah. I don't know. He Um, loves Carolina, and he wants to retire there. And I really think the two years that he signed down there were the retirement deal. And so I think making him captain is kind of, okay, Justin Williams is going to retire after this season. So I don't I don't feel like I would be that surprised to see that happen. I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, I probably wouldn't be surprised either way. But yeah, his kids are getting to be an age where he can actually enjoy spending time with them. <laughs> yeah, did, he, when they lived up here, he coached um, one of his kids' um, squirt hockey team. That's true. Yeah, so he can, he can do some more of that down there. My guess is, you know, 
with the rotating front office down there, he might be able to find himself a position that way, too. He'd probably be a good hockey coach. I'd trust him. i trust Justin Williams. I, yeah, I would. That's why he's, he's my favorite stepdad. What else is going on with them? They have a goalie situation. <sighs> when do they not have a goalie situation? Well, Carolina's a goalie killer. First of and all. I don't understand because, I mean, even last year, they have a decent amount of offense. I guess they just don't have any defense. They don't because the whole thing last year, and we have talked about this before because you know I love Scott Darling, mm-hmm. is they're like, oh, well, the Canes have the best possession stats in the league, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but what happens when you don't have possession? You get lit the fuck up. Yeah, and the goalie is just the last line of defense. Because remember, the dumbest goal last season was the puck getting stuck in Cam Ward's skate. That was That's Cam right. Ward. That wasn't fucking Scott Darling. So you can't blame dumb shit, all the dumb shit happening in Carolina on Scott Darling. No, I don't blame a lot of it. I mean, I blame a lot of it on the fact that they've kept Cam Ward around this long. I like, can't believe he's Chicago really signed Cam seasons. Ward. Mm. Like, I don't know what's going on with that. Like, whatever. I love Scott Darling, and I'm going to defend him to the desk because I know he's a good goalie. And that's why I'm inclined to say, um, yeah, fucking Carolina's a goalie killer. Well, I love Scott Darling for many reasons, one of which was the article that you shared with me earlier today. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, um, so I want to tell this because I read the Robin Leonard op-ed in The Athletic today about his struggle with bipolar disorder and addiction. And one of the things that made me fall in love with Scott Darling was his love letter to Chicago when he went to the Canes. And I liked him, you know, when he was on the, the road to the Winter Classic, when the Caps played the, uh, the, the Hurricanes, the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks. But the whole, like, his, like, goodbye Chicago article in the Players' Tribune was really, like, I was like, okay, this one's good. I like this one. I'm keeping this one. <laughs> well, and there are many people who can say this about Scott Darling, but he came up through my favorite ECHL team because he was briefly a Reading Royal. He was briefly a lot of things. Well, yeah. But he was briefly a Reading Royal as well. I so mean, that holds a special place in my heart, too. Scott Darling fought to get to where he is, so it's not like he can't play. So for everyone being like, oh, Scott Darling's a terrible goalie. Like, no. No, he's a goalie without a home. He's, I mean, and like, and that's the thing that bugs me about it because Eddie Lack was not a bad goalie before he got to Carolina. That's true. And he put on a couple of incredible, I mean, I know every goalie has got an incredible performance in them, but he put on some really great goaltending when he was called up in Jersey last season. So, I mean, I think it's it's something about Carolina, man. They have no defense. They have no defense. Yeah, and I don't think they're doing anything about that. No, they traded They traded all of their star forwards. So they traded, um, well, I don't know if Hannafin's a, Hannafin's a forward, right? I think so. Did they trade Ajo? Is Ajo still there? Ajo is still there. Ajo is the only one. So, like, of all the Canes I can name, like, Stahl and, and... Yeah, Ajo impressed me when I went to a Caps-Canes game two seasons ago. Ajo's and good. And I thought... Yeah, and I thought, well, if they're going to do anything, this is a nice young kid for them to do it with. Right. But they had they kept Aho, but they traded Noah Hannafin and Elias Lindholm to the 
the flames. Although they did get Doogie Hamilton. Doogie, Dougie, I don't know how you say it. Do, I, I'm always going to say it Doogie because I think of it and then I think of Doogie Hauser. <laughs> it just is who I am as a person. So, I'll Dougie. I'll Doogie with you. I don't care. It literally, it's, I, I know it's Dougie. I don't know why any grown man would go by that. Is he a grown man, though, Julie? Is he really? I mean, he is in his mid-twenties. Again, I... Which is technically grown, grown, but he's also a hockey player, so... Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so they got Dougie Hamilton back for that, and he's a defenseman, (laughs) and he's supposed to be really, really good, so that, but they traded... One really good defenseman does not defense me. That's not going to make a whole detour. As as evidenced by the Ottawa Senators. (sighs) Which we're going to get to. That's the next thing on my list. They also traded Jeff Skinner to Buffalo. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Buffalo, like, is Buffalo going to be a contender this year? I don't know. They got who? They got Jack Eichel. They got Skinner now. Connor Sherry. Oh, that. Yeah, remember the Penguins fucking traded Connor Sherry to get, um, what's his fucking face? Jack Johnson. Uh, yeah, they dumped like, they dumped Sherry and someone else to the Sabers so they could afford the Johnson contract, which they shouldn't have. I mean, that's a real weird contract, and like literally, like he and Sidney Crosby are friends, and that's the only reason I can think of to sign that contract. Yeah, because seriously, if you wanted Jack Johnson, you had Connor Sherry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? no, that doesn't. That's not equivalent because they play different positions. Well, but and it's not like the. Pens don't have good defensemen, but I mean, I guess it's fair to them because their star defenseman is pretty old and pretty fragile. Well, yeah, that's true. And pretty good at just letting guys break away from him. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, well. <laughs> Can't skate hopefully faster than Yevgeny Kuznetsov. Yeah, hopefully we'll see more of that shit this year. God, I love that. Um, He's a dirty fucking player, though, Chris Letang. Yeah. Well, I mean, he wears a Penguins uniform. Well, I'm sure not all of them are dirty. I like to think not all of them are dirty. Their captain is <sighs> the worst kind of dirty. I, well, no. He could be Brad Marchand. Well, that's true. It could be worse. Yeah, but he's he's the kind, he's the worst kind of dirty that I I like. Brad Marchand knows he's dirty and will tell you he's dirty. Sidney Crosby plays dirty and then pretends not to. That's true. He like Brad Marchand like own up to being a shit weasel except for that whole elbowing someone in the head thing. He didn't own up to that. But he licked somebody. He admitted it. Yeah. Sidney Crosby would never be so uncouth. Why do we talk about Crosby so much? We don't even like him. I don't know. It's a weird phenomenon. Okay. So Carolina Hurricanes are doing fucking something down there. Victor Rask is not going to be playing for the foreseeable future because he injured his hand in a kitchen accident. Yeah, that just happened today, too, didn't um, it? Yeah, no, without, they announced that in the same breath that they announced Captain Hurricane Justin Williams. Oh. And then that the, the A's would be Falk and Stahl. Right. I like Justin. And they Falk. were co-captains last season. Is that right? Did I read that right? Who? Falk and Stahl. They were... Stahl was only an A last season, I think. I think they both wore A's. I don't think... They had a captain. Rask was the captain last season. Ah. That's why it's like... I think... I really think it's Justin Williams is going to retire at the end of this season. Well, Uh, it'd be nice to do that with a C on your chest, I guess. Sure. That's what Alex Ovechkin's going to do in 10 years. I hope. (laughs) I hope it's that long. 
so the Ottawa Senators released this interview. Did you watch the video? Oh my god, did I? I didn't. All I saw was the like people had edited it to, edited it to be between two ferns, and I just can't. Like I can't. <laughs> I can't with the Senators. So. I was just trying to describe it to somebody else who is a Capitals fan and doesn't pay too much attention to the Sens because really who does? I mean, in the sense where I care about Eric Carlson. Well, yeah, but beyond that, it would be as though you sat Nicholas Backstrom and Ted Leonsis in chairs next to each other and had them just talk hockey in the most awkward way possible. So and like was, that weird, like sort of staged Backstrom and Nylander interview from last season? Yeah, but much more awkward. Like this particular interview, conversation, I don't know what you want to call it. Because literally it was, it was, oh, help me with the GM's name. Eugene Melnick. Melnick. It was Melnick. The first thing out of his mouth is, okay, let's talk hockey, which is awkward as fuck to begin with. And then... The player who he's talking with, again, his name I can't remember because it's not Carlson. Yeah, no, I don't. Um, I, if it's not Carlson or Duchesne, I don't know anybody else that plays for the Senators. So this guy's a veteran. I think he's in his, like, early 30s. And they talk about things like... He, the, Melnick actually turns from him at one point and says, So what, what are things like in the dressing room? <laughs> Shitty. <laughs> Well, and you can't say that. So you say, you know, we've, you know, it's a bunch of hockey people, and and we got a lot of different personalities in there, and shitty ones. And we're trying to, trying to, dude. If I could count the number of times this kid said, "We really want to gel together as a team," <laughs> like it was just, it was bad, bad. And I tell you what, I, I, you know, we can pimp other podcasts here, even though we've got our own. I highly recommend at least just listening to the part of the Dangle podcast where they like watch this video and break it down because Steve even notices that behind them, like in this little staged area that they've put together, not only do they have jerseys hanging up behind them, which you want to see in these types of videos, but they have separately just random pairs of hockey pants hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> like they gave the guys a script it sounds more like they just talked about whatever they wanted to talk about and my favorite phrase that came out of Melnick's mouth was you know when Joe Player said you know and that that makes me really excited because you know hockey players say sentences like that off the cuff any hockey player's ever been excited about anything in their life and Melnick follows up with that's great you're excited and that means the team's excited and that means I'm excited, and that means the fans are excited, and the sponsors are excited. What? And to steal Steve Dangle's point, which was a very good one and worth repeating, why is the progression from the owner being excited to the fans being excited? The fans are not excited. I like. I don't even know if <laughs> Ottawa has fans at this point. Do you remember? Well, that's part of their problem. Uh, well, yeah. Do you remember when they were in the friggin' Eastern Conference final year before Two last? Years ago. Yeah, and they couldn't even they couldn't fill the arena because it's in nope. the middle of nowhere and everybody hates the Senators. 
Oh, and, and Melnick made a point to say, nobody's going anywhere. We're not moving the team. Um, <laughs> nobody's but, but going this anywhere. Is, this is going to be a rebuild, and we're going to say, you know, out of our 22-man roster this season, I'd say about 10 of them are going to be really young, either prospects or, or, you know, people who don't have a lot of NHL experience. And then the following year, that might that number might even be 15. Yeah, and, sure. One of them's not going to be Eric Carlson. Yeah. But they did get some prospects for him. They did. Uh, they're not great. I mean, what are the odds of the Ottawa Senators getting fleeced by the San Jose Sharks twice in one season, off season? Pretty damn good, if you ask me. Because it fucking happened, didn't it? It did. So, er- I, Eric, I would say, I would say that the Sharks would try and flip him. But a, I think they're desperate for one more cup for Big Joe. That's true. And also that that one that one pick. They kind of has a condition on it that if he gets flipped to the to somewhere to the if they east. don't no it's is if there's one condition where if he gets flipped to the east something happens or if they re-sign him something else happens um, yeah those are the two conditional picks one is if he gets re-signed and one is if he gets flipped to an east if he plays for a team in the east any time in the eighteen nineteen season hmm. well Dallas isn't the east. Um, so (laughs) here's the thing, like with Eric Carlson is first, it was like, holy shit, he's going to go to Tampa Bay. He's going to go to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's in on it. Tampa Bay's in on it. Then it was like, okay, well maybe Tampa Bay's not in on it. Oh wait, Tampa Bay's in on it. Well, are they in on Eric Carlson? Are they in on Artemi Panarin? Then it was like, well, Dallas is in on Eric Carlson, except Dallas didn't want to give up Miro Heiskanen to get him, which was the price that, well, I think, and I think because they were trying to roll Bobby Ryan into it as well. And Dallas was like, "Uh uh-uh, we don't want that shit. Well, and they knew they had, at this point, I think the Sharks took advantage of the fact that camp started today, and Ottawa knew they couldn't start camp with him. Yeah, well, it was really interesting because this morning they tweeted, well, it's almost noon, and Eric Carlson hasn't shown up for camp yet. And then they were like, okay, there's going to be a press conference at 1 p.m. And then at, like, 1.15, they're like, uh... He's getting traded. It's probably San Jose. Yeah. I don't think any of that was a surprise to them. Like, it yeah. just makes good business sense not to start your camp with him and then cut him loose. <laughs> well, don't do what the Avalanche did with Matt Duchesne last year. That was such a clusterfuck because everybody knew Duchesne had asked to be traded. And he yep. was fucking miserable in Colorado. And then insult to injury, they trade him in the middle of a game during mm-hmm. the period and it's in fucking Brooklyn, so he has to wait for a stoppage in play to leave the bench. Ugh. Because there's no way off the bench for the teams at Barclays. They have to go out the little fucking... Oh, that's right! Yeah. <laughs> and they just... And he... Whoo, poor Matt Duchene really made a bed to sleep in, didn't he? Yeah, just he really, Colorado, really did. Fucked yourself. Eric Carlson's really only the second biggest signing of the uh, offseason. Because going into the off season, it was, oh my God, where's John Tavares going to go? Who's going to afford John Tavares? Who's going to get John Tavares? John Tavares. Uh, uh, uh. Is he going to resign with the Islanders? I don't fucking care. Yeah, I've never been like, I can get behind a talent like Eric Carlson. I can get behind a talent like, you know, you know me. I don't find it hard to like players from other teams. Right. They're likable. I don't care about John Tavares. Who? Yeah. 
he just he doesn't seem to have very much of a personality is it because he was an islander for so long like i don't know like i don't i don't know maybe like and i can't i cannot think off the top of my head of a single islander i actually like i mean i liked tamara when he was an islander But I liked him as a capital first. I'm going to look up the Islanders roster, like, in effort to say anything. Oh, Josh Hosang. That's the only New York Islander. Oh, there you go. Which, speaking of Josh Hosang, um, now that Lou Lamorello is uh, their general manager, he's made Hosang change his number. What was his number? 66. Oh, Seriously? Hosang is the one where Penn's fans were pitching a bitch fit because he was wearing 66. And Penn's fans believe that that number should not be worn by anyone else because Mario Lemieux is a god to them. Boo. Yeah, no, it's bull. It's bullshit. And I don't know. And, like, it's literally Lamorello is like, okay, well, you're changing your number. And the other thing I love about Lamorello being the GM of the Islanders now is that since he left Toronto, every fucking leaf has grown a beard. I know. They're like, what? We can grow our hair. Like, the only Toronto Maple Leaf that hasn't grown a beard is Mitch Marner, and that's because he's 12. Poor Mitch. Poor Mitch, my ass. Do you know how much money he makes? I know. All right, I'm going to, speaking of leaves and their beards, I'm going to spout a possibly unpopular opinion. Okay. Now that Austin Matthews is growing out some hair on his face, he might have to rival um, Patrick Liney for the Amish look. I believe that in our... Nope. I was going to say, in the Thylites section, or the off-season thirst trap section of today's <laughs> playlist, I had something about Austin Matthews that had to be fully redacted because I am into that beard. But no, there is something about William Nylander who hasn't re-signed with the maple leaves yet um and was not at camp because he hasn't signed and what the fuck is going on there i don't know but kyle dubas better get his button gear like what are they like if they don't want him we'll take him if they don't want him anybody will take him okay but and frankly we can't afford him we will i will give the 20 dollar no there's not 20 dollars in my wallet god damn it My joke for a while was I've got $22 in a Dunkin' Donuts gift card, but I don't know how much money is on it. I only have $2, I think. I gave someone my 20 is what I'm telling uh, you. I bribed someone to do something for me. Ooh, well, that's money well spent. It, it was because it was my roommate's little brother, and I didn't want to pull our old couch and love seat down to the, to the trash. Oh, yeah. Good call. For the big trash pickup. So I gave him $20, so I didn't have to. Welcome and, to adulthood. Yep. So, no, I'm very worried about William Nylander if he, I, like, really want him to, like, be on a team. I would like for it to be my team, but I don't understand why he's not signed anywhere. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, what is happening? Is he asking for more money than they think he deserves? Are they trying to reserve some for Austin? It's kind of like, like, did they spend too much money on Tavares? Like, what's going on here? I mean... That's probably one of the things. Was Tavares? Yeah. And now Nylander's like, hey, uh, pay me more. You know who's got a bunch of money? They don't need forwards. Never mind. Who? I was going to say the Devils, but they really, like, they really need some defensemen over there. Yeah. They were angling for Carlson. I mean, to be honest, Toronto doesn't really need forwards either. They've got a whole lot of good ones. I don't know what they're going to do with their defense. (laughs) 
See, that's everybody's problem. Everybody's got a shitty defense core. We don't. We've got a good one. We do, and we have some decent <clears throat> prospects, too. You so, know who I'm talking about. No, I, I am not saying anything. I'm not saying a fucking word. <laughs> so since we're talking about Tavares, just to segue into other things that are happening on the island. Yes. So we talked about Barry Trotz. And everyone's like, oh, the Islanders are going to be competitive this year. Um, no, they're not. They're, he Like, okay, they don't have a lot of good veterans. They do have a lot of young guys. Do you know what? Like, Barry Trotz fucking ruins rookies. Look at Andre Burkowski. He's allergic to them. Like, what the fuck was he doing with Jacob Verana the last two seasons? Like, please. Barry Trotz is terrible. He almost got fired. Just because he won a cup doesn't mean he's a good coach. Yeah, he won a cup in spite of being a bad coach, I would say. I would say that, too. And winning a cup does not erase your horrible history. Yeah, winning a cup. And most of his horrible history has to do with <coughs> not knowing how to develop talent. Winning a cup doesn't erase the fact that you almost got fired multiple times during the season. I'm just saying. Have fun with that, New York. Well, it was funny. I was listening to somebody was interviewing Izzy. And asked her about what she thought of, you know, everything that went down with Trotz. And she made a very good point, which was, if either the Capitals or Trotz wanted Trotz to stay, they would have made significant efforts to make that happen. I don't think either one of them no. wanted him to stick around. He didn't want to be here. We didn't want him here. Like, whatever. Fuck it. Bye. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it as a, a huge loss. No. Yeah, he was cute, and he looked like the Lorax. But, you know. I mean, not to derail, but you know who is a coach, as a coach, who's, like, really attractive? Who? The new coach in Hershey. I will second that emotion. Spencer Carberry is extremely good looking. And I I watched all the, like, rookie showcase videos last night, and I was like, all right. Do you? Anyway, sorry. That was a total derailment from talking about Barry Trotz. Uncle Barry betrayed us, and now he's Uncle Barry that doesn't get invited to Thanksgiving dinner anymore. He is the Lorax. He speaks for the Islanders now. We don't like the Islanders. No, we really don't, and we really don't like their fans. Their fans are crappy. Not the worst fans in the league, though. No, but they're not too far behind Pittsburgh. You said it, not me. Okay, well, now we're talking about some capital stuff. I've got, I'm trying to stick to my list, and we're like 33 not minutes as far in. As That's we not be. too bad. <laughs> Tom Wilson signed a new contract. Big contract. It was a big... I got mad. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think it's a little too much based on past performance. But if he performs in the future like he did last season, maybe it's worth it. Well, not only that, but you've also got to take into account... Now, I'm not saying that this is a great deal. I'm just kind of trying to justify the deal that was made. I mean, it's also weighted to account for... And we bought a couple of UFA years out of him. Yeah. So you've got to account for that. The price tag's going to go up when that happens mm-hmm. on any player. And by the time that contract is done, if the cap keeps going up as a percentage of cap, that's going to be a good deal. I mean, you know why I'm pissed off about it. Other than that's a lot of money that he's eating up. And I want to know where they're going to get the money when burakovsky and juice and verona all roll up rfa next or uf uf their rfa next season like where's that money going to come from is the cap go up again next year i don't know man i swear to god if one more person says to me oh no juice is going to seattle i will 
fucking Kirk out. Oh, I don't think they'll take Juice. You think they'll take Verona? I, depending on how they perform, it'll either be Verona or Berkey, probably. <sighs> Fuck Berkey. They can have Berkey. Well, depending on how they perform. Well, if Berkey decides to actually be healthy for a full season. Well, no. They'll God take, they'll take Verona because Verona's the better player. Well. Like, I'm sorry. Berkey is not a better player than Jacob Verona. True. I mean, like, like Berkey's got one shot and it's right to the guts of the goalie. And I Maybe would... they'll want top line Tommy by then. Fuck. Maybe it'll all work out. Maybe it'll be fine. I don't know. It's not going to be fine. They're going to trade my chosen Swede again. Maybe they'll take my hockey boyfriend. I doubt that. What? And do what? They already traded Grubauer and we might be screwed. Actually, no, Samsonov no, no. looked I mean, really I'm, good. I'm still thinking of Seattle in the expansion draft. <sighs> Samsonov looked really good at the rookie showcase, though. He did, but that's also a rookie showcase. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I hate the idea that they're just going to say everybody's just like, okay, it's going to be Copley. Like, give Vanacek a chance, too. It's not like Copley's better or worse. Copley was worse last season. Yeah, well, the preseason games will be interesting. I'm excited to... I'm Tuesday. I know! Well, hell, Sunday we can watch one! That's true. You want to come over? Sure! We'll tell Melanie. Oh, you know what, though? What? I might have to come late. Never mind. I'll just get rid of my movie ticket. I bought myself a matinee movie ticket and I forgot. Whoops. I can get a refund on my movie ticket. I'll come over and watch. Yeah, you can because I had to refund my movie ticket when um, they scheduled a game, a Pens game. We had Avengers tickets. I am going to go on Saturday morning, though, and watch um, A Simple Favor because that looks really interesting. Yeah, I'm going to karaoke Saturday night. Mm. We also re-signed Brooks Orbeck for about $4 million less than we were paying him before. Yeah, and that was kind of a, that was a nice little little shrewd kind of move on the part of good old bmgm <laughs> gmbm and it's really kind of funny to me because a lot of people were like super pissed off that we re-signed brooks orpic but like i'm into it like i resent the boys love him i resent a lot of things about brooks orpic namely him being on the ice when i think someone else deserves that ice time but he acquitted himself really well in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Scored a fucking goal. Game-winning goal. Well, and was basically responsible for getting the puck to DSP for the game-tying goal. Yeah. And the player, like, he's Batya. So, yeah. um, I'm okay with it now that it's, you know, $3 million less. $3 million or $4 million? Was he getting paid 5 or 4 He's getting paid 5 Okay, so, yeah, $4 million less. So, I mean... Well, and he'll... He will undoubtedly play less. He will not play 82 games this season. God, I hope not. I really, I mean... <sighs> We've got a new head coach who was in charge of the defense. Yeah. If he knows, knows anything, he knows that he's got to get some of those prospects up and get them some time in. My worry would be that the prospect that comes up from Hershey is Aaron Ness. And oh, Aaron! I... Ness the mess, and I don't think... No, because Madison Bowie would still be sitting there. But I don't, I mean, he's waiver exempt, I think, still. So, I don't know. I also know what you've said, and I resent you for putting it out in the universe. All right, then I won't say it again. But I hope that he plays on Tuesday night so I can wear his jersey to the game. Well, I already figured out from the schedule that it's the white team that's playing on Sunday. I forgot which team he's on. <laughs> yeah. All I know is that my boyfriend's on the white team, so my boyfriend plays on Sunday. 
Who else is on the team with... Uh, hold on. I straight up forgot who was on one team. Well, like I said, the only thing I can remember is where my boyfriend is. Of course. Let me, let me I do some immediately, juggling. like, washed from my mind. Here's the training camp schedule and roster. So, White plays... White's not practicing Sunday. Everybody else is. Oh, he's on White. Oh, well, then you'll get to see him Sunday. <laughs> who... Well, everybody will practice Tuesday because they're at home. So, it'll be hard to tell. But... I, I think it's weird that they would bother putting Holtby in net for a preseason. Well, Vanacek's in that group. Yep. And they'll split them at the very least. Oh, no. They'll put Vanacek in because they, they need to test Vanacek. They they have to. And then Group Red has Copley and Samsonov. Okay. All right. Good to know. That really yeah. got derailed. So let's talk about... Oh, maybe, maybe, your, maybe your pool boy will figure out where to sit when he's in an away game. I forgot that happened. I fucking <laughs> forgot. I I forgot that you sat behind the bench the first game home with the Jonas sit here sign. Yep. That me. I fucking forgot about that. So uh, we did have some dudes leave. Jay Beagle is now a Vancouver Canuck. Making way too much money. Uh, Yeah. No, he. I mean, like, he's good at what he does, but he's only good at the one thing. And that's face-offs. And, like... I don't know. They could probably... I mean, he wasn't bad on our PK. Our PK's gonna look different with him gone. That's true. I don't know. But I think th- that, I think that's the only thing that's gonna look different with him gone. Yakub Yerabak of the yeah, Czech Mafia Czech. went to Calgary? That's what I want to say, yeah. <clears throat> Alex Chason's got a PTO... With somebody in the Eastern Conference, but I can't remember who it was. Might have been Boston. It, it was Boston, because I said it was one in, one out. Nope, that was Dan Winnick who was doing Boston. Who was Chase on? I don't know. Dan Winnick. It is somebody in the East. Uh, Edmonton. It was in the West. PTO with Edmonton. Ah. Uh, um, See, I always think Edmonton is further <laughs> East than it is. <laughs> it is in the Western Conference. Uh, no, I forgot. I was thinking about Dan Winnick. I want him to land somewhere. I miss him. He's such a good boy. I uh, The joke that I made was that for Boston, it was one in, one out, and they could just throw Brad Marchand in the trash. <laughs> also, some dudes that I am into left Hershey. Tyler Grayovac, our beloved Gravy Biscuit. Yeah. Sealer of Puppies. We can't yell Gravy Biscuit at Hershey. I know. He went. He also went to Calgary actually. And then Zach Sill went overseas and Chris Bork left Hershey and went to the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, which I hate that he left Hershey, but Ryan Bork plays for Bridgeport. So I get it. Ah. He'll come back to the Bears eventually. It's where he belongs. They're the the farm for the Islanders though. Yeah. Like whatever. He'll come back eventually. I actually, when I, whenever I drive to my sister's, I drive past the arena where the Sound Tigers play. Oh, really? Big fat banners and everything. Yeah, it's right along I-95 in southern Connecticut. I have no, like, I, until just now, I had no idea where Bridgeport was. There you go. Let's see. One last former capital I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know where I'm going with this, even though it's sort of out of order. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who I used to like but can now get fucked after a little incident during the playoffs in which he and another Vegas Golden Knight cross-checked Tom Wilson multiple times while Tom Wilson was lying on the ice uh, after the whistle. Um, fuck you, Nate Schmidt. Yeah, okay, so let's talk about tainted meat. 
<laughs> Let's talk about how Nate Schmidt got 20 games for performance enhancing drugs. And he's like, oh, of course. He's like, of, no, like, of course. He's like, oh, well, I didn't do it. It must have gotten into something. It must have been environmental. Of course I didn't do it. I'm very careful about what I put in my body. Okay. Which is every <clears throat> sports team player's response to being caught. Mm-hmm. And it's very, like, his statement really rubbed me the wrong way because it's like here's this minuscule amount that they found but i'm not gonna tell you what drug it is even though and you know that he knows that if amount... he knows the amount he knows what drug it was right oh yeah because that came that information came from his doctor not the league doctor and at the point he was suspended he'd already had multiple tests to confirm it and a hearing so what's good nate schmidt well, the NHLPA rules say that when a suspension of that nature gets announced, that they're not allowed. Now, they, meaning the NHL, I don't yeah. know about the player themselves. Nate could have said what it was, but I think it's something, like, embarrassing or incriminating. According to him, it's tainted meat. Uh-huh, sure. According, according to my sixth hockey sense, it's um some blow yeah that no i i mean because that's what i've said as well i'm like all right you you i mean like it feels to me very much like it's drugs and when i say drugs i mean illegal substances and since it was classed as performance enhancing drugs it's not pot so yeah and you don't do no hair on to enhance your performance either so (laughs) like okay you did some coke. Just take your punishment and move on with that. And speaking of taking your punishment, and this is like the other thing that I want to bring up sort of in conjunction with Nate Schmidt because it keeps getting brought up in conjunction with Nate Schmidt. Because the league has a very strict policy on performance enhancing drugs. And but it's a zero tolerance Can I bring up policy. one point before we yeah, move on? Absolutely. Is it strict enough? Um, if, they, if they do all this testing... And, you know, they say, all right, during the preseason, we do it. We do it during the postseason and we do it during the offseason on a random basis. And we do this and this and this and all of this is mandatory and blah, 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 blah. And yet, for however many years they've been doing it, and it's been pretty many. It's like 10 years or something like that. They've only had two violations. Correct. So is it really that strict? I mean, either it's not that strict or guys aren't doing it. Well... Yeah. Or they're not getting caught. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I wonder if it's just that they've figured out how not to get caught. I mean, and that I don't know, and I feel like, okay, well, then why did he not get caught before? Well, I mean, it's luck of the draw. It's fucking random drug test. When I worked at a place that got random drug tested, they came in every month, and they pulled three people who had to get random drug tested. And this happened for like a year and I never got tested. One of my coworkers got tested every fucking month. Not because they thought she was on drugs. She just randomly got pulled. <laughs> After I mean, like, a while, that doesn't feel so random, I'm sure. No, she was like by the fourth or fifth time. She was like, are you fucking kidding me? It's random. So it could have, I mean, you're the guy that's doing coke and you never get popped for the testing. So, but the thing that keeps getting brought up in conjunction with it is the NHL has this very, very strict policy on performance-enhancing drugs, but they don't have a policy at all on uh, rape and domestic violence. And this keeps getting brought up and getting brought up and getting brought up with a false equivalency. Mm -hmm. And people don't seem to think about the fact that 
drugs are immediately quantifiable. They know how much drug and what it was and when it happened and whatever to measure what was in Nate Schmidt's system. These guys that are acute, like accused of domestic violence or assault or rape or like it's not as easy and the NHL frankly doesn't have a rule in place to cover that because yeah, it's not is, like cut that and dry. conduct from becoming off ice or whatever the hell they used for Watson. Yeah, well, the reason I say this is because Austin Watson Nate Schmidt got 20 games, Austin Watson got 27 for pleading no contest to domestic assault on his girlfriend. And Austin Watson is also having it appealed by the NHL Player Association, which I I guess I jumped the gun and I was like, okay, that's gross of the Player Association, but they are a union. That's and do their job. Yeah. Um, he asked to appeal that because it's 27 games. But again, it's like, look, you did what you did. You pled no contest to the charge. Like, here's your punt. Like, take your punishment. Yeah. Like, you're a yeah, shitty if you're person. Gonna plead, if you're going to plead no contest, you're pretty much saying, I'm guilty. Give me what you got. Yeah. Like, I said, I like, no contest is basically an admission of guilt. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is an admission of guilt. He basically said, yes, I did this. I'm not going to say I didn't do it. So take your punishment. I mean, like, and yeah, these other guys, like Patrick Kane, are like, okay, well, no, I didn't do that. Ugh. And it, I mean, it's just, it, it drives me up the, like, and it sucks that there's nothing in place to handle this. And it sucks that it happens. And it sucks that they even consider letting guys like Slava Voinov back into the league. It sucks mm. that they let, it sucks that Patrick Kane is the face of American hockey. It sucks that Varlamov is still playing in Colorado. And it sucks that the Sharks signed Evander Kane. But it's not. As cut well, and, and I dried. think I've read something today about Bettman saying that they have, you know, a zero tolerance policy for. But that's not a zero tolerance policy. If it were, he would not be playing. Right. Period. I mean, it's it's there's no zero tolerance policy for that. I mean, I think there might be if Bettman saw you do it with his own eyes. But <laughs> even then, I it probably depends on the guy. Well, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't kick a star player out of. Yeah, I know. Look at Patrick Kane. I the Patrick Kane thing frustrates me to no end because he's so slimy, and it's like there are so many better players that could be the face of American hockey. Even to the last Olympic, like not the last Olympics, but the last Olympics that allowed NHL players in 2014, he didn't play that well. No, the he darling hasn't played that of those, well in a while. The darling of those Olympics was TJ fucking Oshi, and why is he not the face of American hockey? Fuck. Why is Austin Matthews not the face of American hockey? Come on. He will be soon. He will be. He will be. Oh, they had him next to um, uh, Patrick Kane on the ice at something over this, this past summer. And he could Oh, Kane not... got booed. Did he? Yep. Patrick Kane could not have looked more like a fucking gremlin standing next to Austin Matthews. I mean, it's hard not to look like a gremlin when you're standing next to Austin Matthews. But... Austin Matthews is so hot. I fucking hate myself every time I think that. Because I know he looks like a foot, but the hoggles are real. He looks, he's a pretty toe. He's, <laughs> he's a manicured toe. toe, not a hammer toe. Correct. Like, what's his fucking name in Pittsburgh? God damn it, now I can't even remember. Malkin. Malkin. <laughs> Thank you. I was, I couldn't even picture Malkin. I was picturing Crosby. But you know when gay couples have been together a really long time and they start to look alike? That's Crosby. Yeah. 
before we go on to our cup celebration segment, two more things. What I had originally written was the Tyler Sagan was disappointed the Stars didn't extend him this summer, but today they signed him to eight years at $9.85 uh, million, and they released this really great, like... Oh, it was so awesome! This... It's this like Mario themed video, little like video clip where he he is little Tyler Sagan Mario sprite going through the castle and he's shooting hockey pucks at like different teams and the fucking Bowser is in blues colors and he kills the Bowser and then it's like congratulations Tyler. It's so cute if you like go on the internet and find it because it's amazing. Um, the other big one it's was... It's on the Star's Twitter. That's the easiest place it's, to yeah, find it's, it. Yeah, it's on the Star's Twitter. It's super cute. Um, it makes the San Jose Sharks look like fools for what they put out about uh, them uh, getting the the uh, Eric Carlson trade. I fucking forgot his name because all I think about was... I'm thinking about Max Pacioretty already. I'm moved on. Um, in the middle of the night, because I love a good middle of the night trade, you know, that's a great one. Um, yes. It's really good for your player. In the middle of the night, over Sunday into Monday, Max Pacioretty got traded from Montreal to Vegas, which I hate but love because everyone deserves to get to leave Montreal. Yeah, I mean, between Montreal and Ottawa, like <laughs> Canada has become the place where hockey players go to die. Hockey players go to suffer. And then that, of course, brings up who's going to have the, the, the C in Montreal, and that's a desperate situation it might be brendan gallagher that's the worst thing i've ever heard oh well i mean yeah they've got a whole they've got a big desperate situation up there because they don't have shea weber for what at least six months no did we talk about this were you the one that said he's probably not coming back i don't know if i was but i wouldn't be surprised if i was (coughs) somebody said to me in his 30s correct yeah but he's always hurt Mm mm-hmm that's what I mean. If you're always hurting in your 20s, that's one thing. If you're always hurting in your 30s, that's another thing. Yeah. Not everyone can be Alex Ovechkin. Correct. <laughs> and dude, he looks 10 years younger. In the face, but his hair got grayer. I, well, that's because of his father. Mm. Well. His father had white hair the day he got drafted. That's true. Oh, wow. Um, um, so let's, yeah, no, let's talk about Alex Ovechkin. Let's talk okay. about, uh, the Washington Capitals summer of drunkenness. Yeah. Cause some wild, wild shit has gone down. Starting with Ovi's day with the cup where they filled the cup with caviar. His they marched it around Red Square. Looked incredible. They took it to the World Cup. And Dmitry Orlov dance to Kia's My Neck, My Back with Alex Ovechkin's mother. And the three Russians sang it together. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Then Summer has been just full of Yevgeny Kuznetsov posting videos of him in places where he's singing along with things, and I don't think he knows he's tone deaf. That's all right. He's cute, though. I love him, but he is fucking tone deaf. From Russia, the cup went... Where did the cup go? I have going to... It went... Well, it went back and forth from Russia. Because it, went... it went from Ovi to somebody, and then it came back for Dima, and then it went somewhere else, and then it came back for Kuzi. Well, no, no, it went to Kuzi, and then it went to Dima, and that was right together. Oh, really? That was, yeah, that was consecutive. All right. And I wasn't paying good enough attention. Yeah, well, I'm just looking at my list of things. Like, it's in a vague timeline, but it goes from... From, from Moscow to Prague, and I don't think that's how that worked. 
It did go someplace else after it was with Ovi. I think it went straight to straight to our our, our baby. Oh, it went to, it went to Kempney in the Czech Republic. So Prague is not that far off. Oh, actually. there you go. Um, because it went to Kempney and then it went to Verona, where Verona was very drunk in a club. And oh, surprise! The drunk baby is drunk, and here comes Andrei Burakovsky. Oh God! Because if the cup is there, like everybody's like, "Oh, he has left, let go of the cup." Consider Andre Those Burakovsky babies in that cup showing up at everyone's party because Andre Burakovsky is also a drunk baby, but he's like a very needy drunk baby. And then it went to somewhere in the United States, lots of places in the United States, and like the middle of nowhere in the United States because it went with Matt Niskanen, who was definitely in the middle of nowhere. Virginia, and, Minnesota. And then then TJ Oshie drank a bunch of beers through his shirt and he hung out with Taylor Kitsch in the Hamptons. And if you don't know who yeah. Taylor Kitsch is, what are you doing with your life? Let me let me rephrase that. TJ Oshie hung out with Tim Riggins in the Hamptons. Like that's a thing that happened this summer. That doesn't surprise me actually. Yeah, no, um I found out uh after I saw that actually that Taylor Kitsch used to play hockey. Oh jeez! Which when well, you look that, at him, that kind of makes sense too. Like when you look at him, he and Tom Wilson might as well be twins. Yeah. Oh, there's a good point. No, literally, how Melanie got me. Like, a we used to call Tom Wilson Hockey Tim Riggins when he had long hair. <laughs> but now that Melanie got me started watching Friday Night Lights, I was calling him uh, Tim Riggins Football Tom Wilson. So, <laughs> speaking of TJ Oshie, TJ Oshie dented the cup. So, yeah, um, did. Russian Machine Never Breaks did some investigative reporting. Our good friend Kara discovered that the cup was fine until TJ Oshie's day with the cup. And then all of a sudden, everything went wrong. So did we ever find out? Here's my question for you on that. We huh. know there was a big dent in the, in the upper ring of the actual <clears throat> cup part. But there was also mention of somebody carving their initials into it. I have not heard any follow-up on that. I do not know here's what i think somebody's baby got excited yeah yeah no that's why immediately okay look first i said andre burakovsky (laughs) but he can't read how can he write letters so you should you just said somebody's baby got excited oh well true so my first thought was okay andre got excited and he was (laughs) drunk between andre and jacob verana i think it could get done but what you had said to me was they would be too respectful for that to happen. And now I think it's John Carlson's older kid. Oh, dude, that kid is a demon. That I, he's like, adorable. But he's, he's so cute. Demon. But I know that kid would carve his name into something. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. In a heartbeat. He that just, kid, he just without looks supervision, like he would wail that. on his baby brother. But, I mean, at the same time, Carlson had his day with the cup so early on. Yeah, you'd think word would have gotten out about that. Yeah. I mean, there are two little there. There are two little squirts in the Oshi household. The younger one does like to draw on walls. I mean, I don't think and she... she's probably she probably got it. I mean, silver silver dents real easy, so she doesn't really have to have a powerful arm to she carve. She is into her it. father's daughter. I mean, she's actually, like she his looks mini-me. like it's hilarious. She looks like his father to me. A little bit, yeah. But I mean, she looks like him too. Yeah, she's like his mini me. It's really funny. Yeah, no, I don't know, man. She's the man. best fat baby. I love her. She's my favorite. I didn't know Brooks Orpic had a fat baby, and I keep forgetting. And then every time I see her, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, but Lenny's just Lenny is the queen of fat, fat babies. 
Yes. Let's see. What else? The next, the next, I literally want you to know, I want everyone to know that the next bullet says, anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> That's my boyfriend. Yeah. Brayden Holtby so, got a guitar. So on the last full version of this podcast, before we took our summer break, because I went back and listened. <laughs> Um, and this was a few weeks ago when this happened. I actually went back and listened because I remembered. Having you said it. he was going <laughs> to play his fucking guitar. <laughs> to the cup. And he did. He would probably sit with the cup and play his guitar to it. And holy shit, that's what happened. And what made it even better was it was by a little nice serene lake somewhere. On the farm. Anyway, In here's Saskatchewan. I mean, speaking of on the farm... There was a little tiny horse that ate oats out of it too. That's his which horse. Was very cute. I can't remember his horse's name, but I saw it not that long ago. I thought it was his sister's. His, his sister's a vet. Oh, I, I thought don't know. that was the whole deal. His sister was holding the horse. All right, fine. Holding the reins of fine. the horse. A horse. A horse. A horse. Lots of animals of in the cup. Somehow, Grubauer's cow didn't make it onto this list. That oh, really but he looked. He was such a good German boy, and he wore his later hosen. He's so hot. And he looked really good in it. He's so hot. Hey, did you see then, him in his abs gear today? Because he looked hot in that too. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Now that he's no longer my boyfriend's backup, I can probably lust after him a little we bit We no harder. longer have the best looking goalie tandem in uh, the I know. Damn it. It would be okay if we had Vanacek as a backup. Because Vanacek's cute. Copley's not. By the way, that whole like him booping the cow in the middle of the mm-hmm. foggy foggy cow field. Yeah. I posted that on Facebook and one of my former students said, That's his cow, Philip Moobauer. Yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. And I had I showed it to Melanie and she told me I had to get out of the house. Um <laughs> speaking of things that are entirely adorable, Tom Wilson made a PowerPoint. Oh my god, can I just tell you, I saw it on Twitter. And was like, okay, and I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was when he went back to his old, like, where he played, like, little itty-bitty hockey. Mm -hmm. And there were lots of little kids. And so he put together a PowerPoint presentation about the Stanley Cup. Tom Wilson was a good student. I mean, it doesn't take much to put together a PowerPoint presentation. But I will say that there are a great number of people in the Fortune 500 companies I work who don't know how to do it. I have seen some shit. As someone who spent the last three years cleaning up PowerPoints, I have seen some things. Mm. My next bullet point is a little less wholesome. That's all right. We're uh, always a little less wholesome. Andre Burkowski fucked the cup featuring, because I would hate for you to think that if Andre Burkowski showed up at Jacob Verana's cup day, that Jacob Verana didn't also show up at Andre Burkowski's. Right. Well, they're almost like the Bobsy twins at this they- point drunk baby this drunk baby squad yeah and you know who like there's one of there's a whole one of these things is not like the other from sesame street about the drunk baby squad and that is is your favorite sweet he's not a drunk baby he is however when they finally got to his cup day and he rolled out onto that deck at nick backstrom's house looked like they just rolled him out of bed Mm -hmm. they shook him off the air mattress and he just went yeah he's a baby he's just not a drunk baby he's older than the other ones Actually, no, yeah, he's 24, and Verana's 22, I think. I think you're right. Any, no, you know what? He is goes really well with Madison Bowie, who was also extremely wholesome. True. 
did like because Christian Jews's fucking day with the cup video made me cry because it was like his mom and his sister and his stepdad all talking about how much they love him and how good he is and how sweet he is and all of them crying and I'm like okay well, and I found out some relationship ties that I didn't know about when I saw DSP's Day with the Cup video. Yeah, that DSP has known Brett Connolly's wife for, like, since they were, like, 12. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love DSP's Day with the Cup video as well. Um, He's a fucking adorable. And his mom, like, drinking out of the cup was also, like, doing it like a boss. I wish she'd done a cup stand, though, because there were quite a few moms who did cup stands. There were. Let's see. Backy's mom. <laughs> Nick Backstrom's mom did a fucking cup stand. Because the, back- mom. the Backstroms are fucking party animals. I mean, they are. I mean, he said at the parade, finally, we play hockey like we know how to party. Apparently, if your mom is really out there doing some fucking cup stands. And then, yeah, Chandler Stevenson's mom did one. Like, fucking everybody did one. Um, you know what I would be here for, <laughs> although they're not allowed anymore? Yeah, no, RIP cup stands. The Washington Capitals are the first hockey team to ever have a high enough quotient of frat boys to do a fucking cup stand. Thanks, TJ Oshie. And uh, now nobody's allowed to do a cup stand because it was somewhat to the detriment of the cup. I would pay good money to see Tatiana Ovech can do one. <laughs> So first of all, I think she's way too dignified for that. Probably. But you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if in the privacy of their own. Maybe she has done one and we just didn't get to see it. Yeah, I I think I think it was probably not for public consumption. But I bet she I bet they I bet Ovi made her do one. I had to see Ovi kind of gently nudge Dima away from her. (laughs) Because Dima was being Dima. Sometimes. Sometimes, when a Leo gets drunk. And Dmitry Orlov, in addition to being a Leo, is also Russian. So when he showed up to his cup party, he had fucking flamethrowers. Because he don't play. No, that was like some WWE next level <laughs> shit. It was like, like they're fucking flamethrowers. And I'm like, holy shit. It was incredible. I don't even remember what Yevgeny Kuznetsov did. I'm like, I'm like, okay, Dima's got a flamethrower. Beat that. He drove all over like his old town. He went and he went to his hockey school. Oh he yeah, to... no, he stood on that ice at his hockey school for like a really long time. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, no, Kuzi's boring. Cool. And Russia... he drove around with it in convertible with the top down and waved it all over the damn place. Russia dad basic. Correct. So we got Canada dad basic, which is my boyfriend Holtby. Denmark dad basic, which is Larry. Sweden dad basic, which is Mean Lars. Mean Lars, who was hysterical drunk, by the way, just totally like. Oh my god! By the way, I will never forget, and I have often rewatched this summer, him doing his little his little dance around the locker room when they were spraying champagne all over the place. Like I wouldn't even call it like a jig. Like what the yes. fuck kind of? I don't like. It, a jig is probably the most accurate description of it. I can't explain Nick Backstrom. Can anyone really, though? He's an he's a an eldritch creature. <clears throat> are the Capitals going to have a cup hangover this season? Yes, I mean they are. Uh, like hockey wise, not literally, because no, I I mean, and I hate to say it because you know me, and I'm I like to be a Pollyanna whenever possible, but I think I really think they are. Do you think, like, they're, like, not making the playoffs? 
No, no, no. I just think they're going to get off to a little bit of a, a rough slow start. start. No, yeah. no. Dad strength. Oh shit! I forgot about no. dad strength. Dad strength. Ovi. Dad strength and ten years younger strength. Ovi is Ovi living his best fucking life. He kept his wife from getting smacked in the face with a soccer ball the other night. His reflexes are on point. He's ready. He's Ovi the human car. <laughs> so, like, we're going to have, like, a good, like, three-game stretch, and then it's all going to go to shit like last season. Yeah, he'll rip off, he'll rip off like, four goals in the first, in, on opening night against Boston. I'm fine Poor Tuca, Poor Tuca will lose his shit, and then, you know, he might do a couple more of those, and then it might go downhill a little bit. You know what? I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's going to take think... us a little, like, but you know what? It's not a matter of, like, the team gelling together. Like, they know what to do now. I want to think it's, like, it's going to be good. Yeah, know? but I think it might take them a little longer to get their asses in gear. Little, little like, adjustment period with Reardon? Maybe. And, again, I think, obviously, nothing's going to change about the power play. Yeah. But Coach Dracula was in charge of the PK, and he's gone. And one of the anchors of the PK is gone. Yeah. So that's going to take a little tweaking. But, okay, who played on the... PK when Nick was out. Stevenson. Maybe uh, maybe Chandler Stevenson is the answer. Wait, Nick is not on the PK, is he? Nick He's plays PK. Play. Nick Backstrom and TJ Yoshi both play PK. Oh. That's why the lines get fucked up when you have the PK a lot, because Ovi will be out with like some weird ass line. Ah. Uh, It'll be like Ovi and Koozie and someone weird because Tom and Nick and TJ all PK. Mm. They're not like PK one. They're PK two, but but yeah, that means they're last off the ice, and then we've got to figure right. out some shit. Right. So that's where the lines get a little bit weird after we PK a lot. Yeah, and so I think I think they'll look at that. I think that might be an area they might want to tweak. I like honestly, now that I'm like thinking, like Chandler Stevenson might not be a bad idea there, but I'm interested in seeing Nick Dowd as well. I don't know much about him. I don't know anything about him, so I'm interested in seeing like the preseason games like what is who is Nick Dowd oh you know what we skipped over what preseason reminded me of it opening night sign I mean or we didn't, didn't we really skip over it we're talking about cup hangover oh okay we're not there yet we're not there yet we can right. talk about oh, home opener sign ideas though I I already have one okay and nobody's gonna too. convince me otherwise I don't think I can get in with mine though but oh <laughs> I could get in with mine um, and it has sort of a double meaning considering our opponent for opening night. And all it's going to say is, how is the pasta, Devante? <laughs> I have said I want to get like a big sign. And I just want it to say, it's sad to see there are still guys out there trying to hurt other guys. And that's it. I think you can get in with that. And I, I like, and I take it a step further. Usually when I'm like thinking about it, like I literally would put on a Jersey Devils t-shirt because I would obviously put my Jersey on over it. Over it. Yeah. And I would just, I would wear my Devils t-shirt in, squish my tits against the glass so that they can see that it's Devils t-shirt with my like fucking sign. So they see and know exactly what I'm getting at, Brad Marchand, you fucking rat ass. <laughs> My face is very hot right now, Amy. I, you know what? That doesn't surprise me. I'm very, I'm very um, I did find, uh, when we were moving, I did find my Taylor Hall sign. Oh, good. <laughs> Somewhere. And, and you know what? We moved and now I don't know where it is. 
You'll find it again someday. And I gotta find like it. Christmas. I gotta find it before we go to Jersey. Oh, jeez. Because that's the next thing on our list is that like a metric fuck ton of us are going to New Jersey for Jersey's home opener because it's against the Caps. Yay! Like, li- like when get... I say a metric fuck ton, I mean like I bought group tickets for like thirteen of us that are in the like Russian machine Slack to all go. Yay! Because you're our hero. You're yeah, our no, I'm a bully. Hero. I'm a bully, and nobody goes to more hockey than me. That's true. You drag other people with you, though. I do. Um, because I have, like, I have, I have cap season tickets, and then I have, like, a partial plan with the Devils. And right now I have two Hershey games, because we got Hershey's home opener, which is against, it's not Wilkes-Barre, it's someone else. Oh. I kind of like it to be Wilkes-Barre. It's not, no. I fucking hate Wilkes-Barre, man. Because too many people are too close, and then it's full, I mean, it's full of Wilkes-Barre fans anyway. Syracuse. Syracuse Crunch. And then... Hershey's Teddy Bear Toss Night, which we gave up Caps tickets for, but, like, come on, it's Teddy Bear Toss. Teddy Bear Toss is more fun than the Caps versus the Ducks. Yeah. And um, I have tickets to the Devils who do versus they play the Ducks. That night? Who do they play for the Teddy Bear Toss? Teddy Bear Toss? You know? uh, Bingham, Binghamton Devils. Ah! So it's good for me. Eddie yeah. Lack. That's right. Baby Devils. Um, but no no Riblet. No, no Riblet. I don't even know where Riblet's playing right now. I love. I miss, I miss the Riblet. No Michael Latta either. I know. I thought of that when you said Binghamton. I, at first, I almost said it, and then I remembered that he's in China. Well, he's with the Manitoba Moose now, which is Winnipeg Jets. That's Riblet, not uh, Michael Latta. Uh, I did see Michael Latta last season. I saw him do a little slow dance with uh, Nate Walker while aw. somebody else was fighting. Um, well, you know. Uh, jersey, like a bunch of teams are doing third jerseys, and supposedly the Caps are going to have one, but it hasn't been revealed yet. But. I like Jersey, New Jersey has revealed their third jerseys and their Christmas tree jerseys. And I need one so fucking bad, Amy. Well, <laughs> they haven't sold them yet. Like it was like, sign up here to be the first to get information when these go on sale. Well, then you need to head out to the NHL.com and get one with your boy's name on it. I'm gonna. Any, any other will not do. No, it will be. And I told, I told you, I said, if they do Christmas tree jerseys, that's the only way I'm getting one. Well, well. First, I said if they re-sign him because his contract is up this summer. I mean, see, I'm so damn superstitious, though, and I'm gonna go ahead and say it. If it were me, I wouldn't get one this season. I mean, I got fucked last time, so <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you have a previous record. I mean, I didn't. You know, I didn't even have his jersey last time. You have a Winter Classic one. I don't do, you? but I bought it after he got traded. Because I found it for like 50 bucks on eBay. I did what I did and I'm not sorry. Um, no, I I wouldn't blame you. I get no, so much joy out of flapping around in that big ass fucking Winter Classic jersey. Ain't know, no reason arms those arms so should be that big. On that. Yeah. Why are the sleeves like that? I don't know. <sighs> and then the rest of it is cut so thin. Like the body of it doesn't even like flare out at the bottom. <laughs> it's just like a tube. It's so weird. It's so weird. So, what's next? Six Flags in Casino Night! Aw, uh, yeah. Yeah, so the Caps season ticket holder party is back at Six Flags this year. I've never been to a Six Flags one. Me either. And I'm concerned. Why? I don't know. Like, what's it gonna be like? Well, I, I'm here to tell you right now that Amy will be the person that will watch you all ride the rides. Look, here's the thing. With the exception of a very few. Here's the thing. I love roller coasters. Except until last year, 
I hadn't been on one since I was 21. Oh my, that's a little while. So I discovered last year that my body doesn't like it so much anymore. Oh no! And um, I basically, my friends had to help me <laughs> off of this fucking roller coaster in Ocean City. <laughs> and then they were like walking away and I'm like, um, I need a second. I need, like, I gotta lean. I gotta lean against something because my legs are not functioning correctly. So like part of me wants to ride some ridiculous fucking roller coaster. But I am also going to need someone to like help me walk when I get off. Also, I'm a I barf. Can, I, can, I can be a chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> like if the opportunity to ride a roller coaster with a hockey player comes up, I 300% want to do it. Yeah, I think that might be the only way you get me on a roller coaster, but I'm terribly afraid of heights, terribly. And so roller coasters do not make me happy. Oh, see, heights don't bother. Like I'm like the only like I don't know, heights don't bother me at all. Oh no, it's always been that way for me. Like, let me tell you the story about how we all thought that going on the little roller coaster at Disney World that, like, is Mickey's little train ride that takes you through <laughs> the little Gold Rush Mountains and stuff would be tame. I hated it. That one actually is not that tame. That was pretty good. I mean, it, wasn't, it was no Space Mountain, but it was pretty good. Oh, screw Space Mountain. I well, stay far away from Space look, Mountain. dude, how can you be scared of Space Mountain? It's in the fucking dark. That's how. Like, you can't, how can you be scared of heights when it comes to Space Mountain? You can't see anything. I don't like the, I, I just don't like the feeling of roller coasters. Okay. You know, you, the other thing that I don't like is that, that ride that they, when you grow up in New England, you don't get a lot of state fairs. You get what they call the Big E, which is the Eastern States Exposition. Mm -hmm. So all of the New England states all get together and have one great big state fair. That sounds terrible. Um. Yeah, well, um. Lots of good rides, though. Like, it's huge. Mm -hmm. And it runs for the, like, entire month of September. Right. So we went to the Big E, and we got on one of the, you know, those rides that it's just basically a circle with little cars around the outside, and it just gets faster and faster and faster and faster. The Himalaya. Are you talking about the I, Himalaya? I don't, I don't know what it was called. I'm old. It was very long ago. It's still a little bit But it was, it's actually a car you sit in. It's not like yeah. the thing you stand up against. No, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. Does it go... Both forward and backward? Yes. It's the Himalaya. Okay. I did not like that. <laughs> I fucking love a Himalaya. Because, because the freaking centrifugal force made it so that I couldn't get out of the one end of the goddamn car. Oh, definitely the Himalaya. I fucking love a Himalaya, dude. We <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the rides that we rode when we went to Ocean City. I was like, I was like, oh, totally fine after the Himalaya. The roller coaster fucked me up, but the Himalaya was great. Oh, no. It's that, that kind of stuff bothers me and i think part of it is because like i'm very low level claustrophobic as mm. well like that I don't jams like you in the corner yeah exactly and that kind of shit just really like oh. throws me wade just, wade just let themselves be smashed up against me wade was like whatever and i was like okay oh no i was with strangers oh no oh. you don't do a himalaya with strangers somebody's yeah, getting see, crushed i didn't know that i was a youngin that um, makes me want to ride a himalaya with my brother though and just deliberately just squish him <laughs> Look, he's not in a state. <laughs> he can't ride a Himalaya right <laughs> to now. To be squished right now. And we're also going to go to Casino Night, which is about a week, no, two weeks after season ticket holder party. Just three, maybe. There's 30 days in September, right? Mm. Yeah, just about three. But yeah, and I'm trying to think of something that I can wear where I can kind of strategically show off my Ovi tattoo to all the boys. Oh, yeah, no, I got to make sure I wear a. Got to expose my cup tattoo. <laughs> I love my little Ovi. 
It'll be a little bit different weather, and I won't have to wear pantyhose to keep my ass from freezing like I did last year. Well, that's because they had it in, like, January. No, it was at the beginning of January. All the Christmas shit was still up in the MGM. Mm-hmm. And I'm bringing Danielle as my date. I'm bringing Lindsay. That's right, you are. Yeah, because every year I, Danielle says she wants to go, and every year when I tell her when it is, she's got other plans. So finally this year, she's like, I'm going to be here! Yay! So, yeah, she's very excited about seeing her boyfriend, who is our PowerPoint king. <laughs> I need to make sure I point that out to her. She's an executive <laughs> assistant. The fact that he put together a PowerPoint will turn her on so much, it's not even funny. Speaking of him being the PowerPoint king, you have that on the next bullet. Because I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but there is a book that's coming out. Yes, there is a book coming out. It's called All Ours. And as season ticket holders, apparently, according copy. to the email that I got this morning, it will be mailed to us in December or January. And it's a special season ticket holder version of the book Ooh. that has other things in it that aren't in the one that's for sale on the Fanatics website for $44. <laughs> But it will special feature... pricing of forty four dollars. Yeah, to commemorate the forty four years it took to get the shut up. You just want to charge us forty four dollars. No, there will be a forward by our lovely captain and articles, and I use that term loosely. I think essays was the word that was actually essays. used by our friend Mean Lars and the PowerPoint King. Can we have a PowerPoint from Tom Wilson, please? Can we get the PowerPoint, oh, please? God, what is PowerPoint in the book? And our last item before we move on to something entirely superficial to wrap this shit up because we are over an hour and a half right now is Capital One Arena is being renovated. Will we even be able to go in? <laughs> <clears throat> they are not even putting the ice down until Monday and there's a game Tuesday night. Yeah, when I saw that today, I was like, ooh, that does not bode well. I said, uh, the ice is going to suck. And then I was I like, mean, you know what? The ice sucks anyway. So, like... Here's the thing. The only thing that's going to save our asses is that our home opener is going to be a nationally televised banner raising. Yeah. So shit better be together. Yeah. At least shit inside the arena. Who knows what the concourses will look like? Shit's going to be dangling from the ceiling. <laughs> it's um, going to be... I read somewhere that the Jumbotron... Was it the Jumbotron at George Mason? Someplace. It fell. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't know if it was George Mason or not, but it was a smaller arena. Like, it wasn't like a big hockey arena, but it was a pretty big Jumbotron. And they were in there prepping for a concert or something, and it just fell. Luckily, no one was hurt, but it was a smashy smash Jumbotron in the middle of the arena floor. Jesus Christ. That's going to be us. Shut up. It's bad enough that half the time can't lob a puck through the air without taking a chunk out of that stupid thing anyhow so um briefly touch on some uh highlights or uh off-season thirst trap because you know what off-season is for dudes working out on their instagrams it most certainly is thank you very much you know who's working out on his instagram jacob Verana. you know who's working out in his underwear on his trainer's instagram Andre Burakovsky. Oh, right. And Alex Ovechkin. Do you know I had to learn how to say put your pants on in Swedish this summer? I mean, you didn't have to, but you certainly did. I needed to. I didn't learn it to yell it at Andre Burakovsky or Alex Ovechkin. I learned it to yell it at Marcus Johansson after I saw the pictures from his bachelor party, which involved a mankini and a jock strap. You know, Swedish bachelor parties really like 
That's something, man. They go, they go all out, and by all out, I mean everything is out. Everything was out. <laughs> like I said earlier, Lamorello left the leaves, and now they're growing out their hair and their beards, and it's, it's great. Yeah, William Nylander is gonna. Yeah, he's he needs a contract to go with his. He needs a long contract to go with his long hair and his beard. Like everybody hates William Nylander's beard, but I'm into it. It's not a bad beard. Like, do they just want him to, like, keep his little porcelain haunted doll face, like, smooth and clean? I do. Like, I don't get it. Give me the beard! And then, of course, let me know which one you think is better. The video of William Carlson dancing in his, like, workout video. Or William Nylander doing the fucking Kiki Challenge. Oh, the Kiki Challenge, hands down. Do you think so? Because the Wild Bill one was pretty good. No, you do. Hockey players and Drake are like peanut butter and jelly. I fucking hate Drake so much. (laughs) (laughs) I suffer every game because there are like six Drake songs in the fucking Caps warm-up mix and I want to die. Well, you know it's because they pick them. I know, and they all have terrible taste. The le- literally the last item on this list says nobody's keeping their pants on. I give up. Yeah, the that's about right. Great. Yeah, I don't know what Ovi was wearing in these last few workout they videos. They were not pants. No, and they were not quite underwear. They're like, uh, like, and not like his regular, like, oh, I'm just wearing my compression shorts everywhere. They were like the bottom of a singlet. I want to see Ovi in a singlet. I, You know, there are several people I'd like to see in one. But no, I'm going to start with Alex be- Ovechkin. At the top of the list. But his ass looks great. No, he okay. looks great. He looks in great. He looks in better shape he than he looks looked when he came back last year. So good. And not just because, like, Alex Ovechkin's fucking hot, y'all. He just, he looks good. Healthy. Happy. Yes. Like, ten fucking years of suffering lifted off of this man. We're ready. We're going to win a fucking, another cup. Back to back. Dad strength. Let's fucking go. You really think so? Look, my dick wants what my dick wants, Amy. I understand that. But it's difficult. My brain and my heart and my dick are all in agreement here. All right. I might have to jump on board with your brain and your heart and your dick at some point. And then next year, I'm not quite. Be... I'm not quite emotionally ready to do that yet. I, like, I still don't feel like it's even a real thing that happens. So, like, what the fuck? I know. Like, when I got my little ticket package yesterday, I was like, wow. Can we talk about that ticket package and how fucking beautiful it is? It really is. Like, I was literally showing one of my coworkers at work today. I was like, dude, I got my season tickets yesterday. The packaging is incredible. Hey, if that's the kind of stuff you get from wherever in Alabama. No, it wasn't Alabama. It was Fort Smith, Fort Smith Arkansas. Arkansas. Wrong A state. Okay, so we are going to try and get on a regular schedule of every two weeks with this podcast. Now, is that a promise? Do we go to a lot of hockey games? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Look, we go to a lot of hockey games. We got full-time jobs. We got to record and edit and we'll do what we can do. We want to give you every two weeks. Oh, you know what? We did have one question. Ask oh, we did? Us. We did. We had one question. And that question comes from our good friend, Brian. Well, well I wondered if you would count that question as a question. <laughs> uh, actually, Brian had three questions. One of which was, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck? A woodchuck can't chuck no wood because the Devils haven't re-signed Miles Wood because I don't know why. Because he's hot. And the second question is, why will the Devils miss the playoffs this season? To which I would like to say, Brian, please go fuck yourself. The Devils are not going to miss the playoffs this season. Stop antagonizing me. 
you asshole. All right, we have that on the recording now. He knows. He knows what he's doing. He knows. I know exactly why he asked that. His third question was, why is my dog so damn cute? Um, Because your she dog is. is barely a dog. Well, that's true. She's a little black and white pile of floof, but she's a cute one. Her name is Carly, so whenever John Carlson scores, we get pictures of Carly. Yep. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Love you, Papa poop. Slack. So we will be back here after training camp starts, after preseason starts. Pray for us. Yeah, we're going to, well, I mean, just getting through, like, the next four weeks between, like, the opener <laughs> and the season ticket holder party and casino night, we'll have a jam-packed podcast it's, for you. Yeah, well... Casino night, the home opener, Jersey opener, Hershey home opener. What else? Six Flags. Six Flags. We're we're about to hit it hard. We're fucking doing it, man. Everybody's coming in from out of town. That's right. Maybe we could have a special guest or two. Oh, we should. I actually yeah. talked to them about that. I don't think the plan was to have it in person, but I had talked to them about that. Shout out to Danya, who loves the podcast. And, um, Yay! Yeah, yeah, we could. Oh, we could do. We could do like a little powwow at Julie's house. I could bring my iPad and we could record it on GarageBand like we did before. Street, well, I have a, I have a Mac. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we record. Well, we recorded our Vegas, our Vegas uh, extravaganzas on my Mac, sitting in our hotel room. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least this time we'd be able to give it a little edit before we posted it up. But um, yeah. So. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna get through training camp. We're gonna get through the home opener, and we'll probably circle back with you then um, with details about the season ticket holder party and the banner raising and somehow, all the other good stuff. Somehow, home opener is more than two weeks away. I don't yeah. understand. That time will fly, though. Jesus Christ on the cross! I'm so tired already. I know. I'm so tired already. I'm going to games in Jersey, and I'm going to games in Dallas, and I'm going to games in Tulsa, and I'm tired. I'm going to, did I tell you I'm going to knock off two more of my stadiums? Oh, where are you going? I'm going to go with the, well, three more actually, but one of them you got already. But I'm doing three road crew trips. Columbus, Chicago, and Philly. Oh, I do have Philly already. Because I went on the road crew last year. Yes. That's the one I couldn't go to because mom was getting her eye transplanted. You got to do Dallas. You got to do Dallas with me. I'll have to plan that. for, But that's always around Christmas time. I know. I do, I do Dallas right before Christmas because I can drive down for my mom's. Actually, yeah, see, I, got, I usually have Christmas plans. I know. I'm horrible. Well, no, I'm, I'm going with my brother if he can go. Actually, I bought tickets to see the Tulsa Oilers. Not to be mistaken with the Edmonton Oilers, the ECHL team affiliated with St. Louis. They are playing right before Christmas and they're playing at home this year. And last year I was going to go, but they weren't playing at home anyway. So this year I bought glass seats for my family. And I said to my brother, we're all going. We're going to do this thing that I like because you all love me. That's the way to do it. My brother's into it. My mom, not so much. And eh, she'll live. I didn't ask anybody if they wanted to. We're just fucking doing it. Hey, so it's a gift. Mom, if you're listening to this, fucking suck it up. <laughs> who, who are they playing? Uh, the Kansas that? City Mavericks, who are the Calgary Flames affiliate. Mm. I think. Yeah, I would think it wouldn't be anybody from the East. No, no, it's all that Midwest crap. See, you don't... Is, one of these days, you should come up to Reading and we should go to a Royals game because we could probably get a couple of my uncle's tickets. He has good tickets, right? He has their um, 
Because you guys yelled, you guys yelled at the fucking goalies last season. Oh, we uh, we were right behind the visitors bench, about ten rows up. <laughs> no, we get to play teams like the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. That's such a great name. That's such a. Great I love their name. logo because they're 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 ho- It's a bunny with a hockey stick that's a giant carrot. Incredible, incredible. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're the only thing that sucks about them is that they're the Rangers affiliate. Eh, well. So, we are going to go to a lot of hockey games, so we will have a lot of hockey to talk about. On every level. On every level. And some fun off-ice stuff, too. Yes. So, join us. Follow us on Twitter, at PuckerUpPod. Tweet nice things to us. Tweet not-so-nice things to us. Depending on what you tweet, we'll tweet them back at you. And uh, If you have any questions, about- if you have any comments, if there's anything you want us to talk about, anything you want any to hear kind our of, opinions Any kind on. of research you want us to do when we're meeting players at either Six Flags or Casino Night that you might want us to follow up on. I was in charge of finding out Tom Wilson's middle name. I was pretty good at that. You were pretty good at that. Now we know it. It's a secret, though. We're sworn to it secrecy. Is. So anyway... We will talk to you, talk at you in a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.